0: everybody, Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Consulting, back with another Physiology Secrets. Just wanted to quickly jump on today, uh, just heading on to works now to get a few office supplies, and we've got about five minutes still in there. So I want to give you a quick update on um, where we're at with the 2000 Watt Challenge, and also um, talk a bit about the, the chronic adaptations of fast-switch muscle fibres. So we've already spoken previously about aerobic adaptation to the muscle. We know that, they, um, that we can increase our AVO2 difference or, or be able to diffuse more oxygen from the blood into the muscle through aerobic training. What I, ha- what I, I, mean, at least I don't think I've covered yet, what I, what I don't think we've covered yet is, is talking about um, the changes specific to the muscle fiber, both slow twitch and fast twitch. So by doing this 2000 watt challenge and spending a lot of time in the gym doing maximal strength work, hypertrophy and power stuff, I'm really stimulating those fast twitch muscle fibres to change and adapt. And the reason I'm bringing this up today is because, funnily enough, as I mentioned in a, a podcast a couple of weeks ago, uh, I'm getting married in uh, about six weeks. And, um, and yeah, funnily enough, I, I tried on my wedding suit again last night because uh, I had to get it tailored. And surely enough, what happened was... Um, they still fit, the pants still fit, but it's a, it's a tight fit around the quads now. So um, I don't want to sound like I'm pumping up my own tyres, but uh, there is a, a significant increase in, in quad, quadriceps size as a result of chronic adaptation. So I actually need to be really careful now because they're okay, but any, any bigger in the next six weeks, and you know, they would be a little bit too tight. So I wanted to jump on and talk about how that occurs and how we can experience muscle hypertrophy. So fast twitch muscle fibres—they're the ones that they only get stimulated when we when we produce enough force for them to be required to become stimulated. So if we produce a maximal strength or a maximum velocity movement, our fast twitch fibres are going to uh, be stimulated. Okay, and what happens is they are prone to hypertrophy, so they become bigger, better, stronger. What what some people don't understand is we actually don't get any more muscle fibres. You don't get any more muscle fibres um, at all. Once you once you're fully developed, you will not develop. More muscle fibers, they can just get bigger. Okay, particularly the, the fast twitch fibers. So they experience hypertrophy. So what happens is they they will break down. They will get micro tears in the fast twitch fibers, and then when they reach rege- rege- yeah sorry regenerate through recovery um, and protein synthesis, uh, they become bigger. Okay, so uh, bigger and stronger. The bigger they are, the more the more force producing capacity they have. So they don't actually we don't actually grow more muscle fibers. They only get bigger. Now Slow twitch fibres, they they can get a little bit bigger too, but it's not so much because of the hypertrophy or the actual size of the muscle fibre increasing. The reason our slow twitch muscle fibres can get a little bit bigger um, is because they get increased capillarization around them. So the capillaries are what carry the blood um, and what happens is um, we get more capillaries around the muscle and that's beneficial for a slow twitch fibre because the more capillaries we can get around the muscle, the more sites of diffusion or the more opportunity the oxygen has to go from the capillary into the muscle. We're surrounding it with capillaries as opposed to only surrounding part of the muscle. We're getting more and more capillaries all the way around the muscle. So we've got more chances to diffuse in. And that's a really beneficial adaptation. And the reason that that's a positive adaptation for slow-twitch fibers is because slow-twitch fibers are reliant on oxygen. They're fatigue-resistant. They have a lot of oxidative enzymes um, and they need to because these fibers are producing sub-maximal workloads, but for a very long duration of time. On the flip side, our fast switch fibres, they have a high glycolytic capacity. They don't, they're not good at using oxygen. They, in fact, they barely use oxygen at all. They're white fibres, because they don't need to have oxygen. Uh, but they do have high ATP content, because that's what we're using for the first 10 seconds of, of, of exercise during a maximal sprint, and a high glycolytic content, because again, that can be used with or without oxygen. So that's kind of how the, how the muscles adapt. One gets bigger in, in, in size, um, through hypertrophy so that it can produce more force because that's what fast twitch fibers do. The other one being the slow twitch fibers, they, they get more capillaries supplying the muscle um, so that it can increase its oxy- oxygen carrying capacity um, and, and benefit that way. So um, that's it for today, guys. I just wanted to quickly jump on it and talk about the chronic adaptations of each fiber. And, and you can already see that by doing certain training, um, you're going to elicit different different adaptations depending on whether you're doing um, high force and strength work or whether you're doing uh, long, slow endurance training stuff. Speak to you soon. And uh, I've got about six weeks to go. So 1450 is the, the wattage I hit last time. So I'm going to jump out today. It's a beautiful day today. Um, so I'm going to get out today and see if we can crack 1500. Just at office works now, so I've got to go. See you guys. Speak soon. Bye.